Welcome to this week's edition of the Weekly Travel Alert Podcast. I'm Steve Glenn. And I'm Paul Glenn. We're excited to share with you a fast-paced summary of all the things happening in the world of travel. We've been doing this now. I've been doing 38 years, Paul, yourself? Uh, 29. Between the two of us, we've got some things we want to share with you to make your travel easy and fun. Last week, we told you that airfares were dropping like a rock. This week, we want to share with you some prices that will want to make you get up and go. So let's go. Let's roll. Paul, I've been waiting all weekend to share with our viewers about some amazing prices that we have to Europe and domestically. I spent all last week going through prices because they've been so high this summer, and I've been frustrated. I know you shared you were so frustrated with airfares. Yeah, it's been out of control, it feels like, for the last 18 months, and finally we're starting to see some relief from that. I know I'm still watching and hoping that uh, for a meeting that I've got in Oklahoma City, the rates will come down here in about two weeks, but they're still sitting at $1,000 for a Lincoln to Oklahoma City. And now what we're seeing is you can get almost anywhere in the world this fall for, for less than what that trip would cost. You bet. I did some analysis of the executive travel, and we found that the airfares from Omaha to Europe, to nine top cities in Europe, have gone down 62% starting in October. So maybe that'll be good news for you, I'd too. I'd say that's amazing, but it's also, it's about time. It's about time that, that travel can be something that uh, everybody can access again. Well, I, I did analysis for the airfares in September, then October, then November, December. I also took the window of Christmas, that 15th of December to the end of the year. I did January, February, March, April, and then I saw fares really go up in April and then May, and then in June of next year, they're back to where they are today. So let me start off with some amazing thing. The average airfare to nine cities in Europe from Omaha this month is 1650 bucks. Okay, 1650 Next month, the average airfare to Europe from Omaha is $611. I mean, we're talking a thousand bucks decrease for October, November, the first half of December, all of January, February, March. This is an amazing price. And I think what has happened, Paul, is all the airlines have put all these additional flights to Europe this summer. They still have those flights. So they got to fill those seats. I mean, this is an amazing... I'm going to go to Europe I don't know how many times. That's what I was thinking. Why are we sitting here talking about it? We should be figuring out what our calendars look like to get out of here. So we went and looked at London, Omaha, London, Omaha, Paris, Munich, Rome, Athens, Dublin, Amsterdam, Barcelona, Zurich. We did all these comparisons. And what we found is next month, prices go down dramatically. They stay there until the 14th of December. After the 14th of December, they shoot up to, get this, twice as much, $1,235. And guess what that's for? That's for the holiday season. That's you the holiday season. every year. It's a guarantee. Yeah. And that happens basically around Christmas. And uh, so you see those prices there. Uh, and then just the start of the year, they drop down again to $606 on average in January, February, and March. I think that's that's one of those things is a lot of times you don't uh, don't recognize the opportunities that you get. And, and we talked about this a couple of weeks back regarding 
the times to travel on these airfares reflect, you know, when you can get there and it's low season. Yeah. So uh, the weather may not be ideal, but the opportunities and the lack of crowds is something that can make it so that, you know, if you can, can pack a coat, you can have an amazing time and actually get to see twice as much in the amount of time that you've got there. And you get to see the locals. <laughs> if you want to know how it is in Italy, you want to go where the locals are, and the locals are there. You don't get the Europeans there and that you'll see in July and August or the Americans that are out of school. They'll come in June, July, and August. So this is when you see the real Europe, Paul. It's actually it's our favorite time to travel to Europe, and we try to do it every year. Yeah, I like it when it's a little cooler, not a lot hotter. No, I'm all about the cooler weather. <laughs> so when we when I'm looking through this, the other thing that I notice is starting in April, that fare goes up about 50% from $600 round trip to $900 starting in April. And then guess what happens in May? It goes up another almost to $1,400, and then we hit the super high months of June and July, and we'll go up to $1,500, $1,600 round trip. So basically, you get double the bang for the buck uh, if you travel the next six months. Yes. Basically, October, November, December, January, February, March, you've got six months and guess what? Also, in addition to great airfares, Paul, what happens to the hotel well, That's what I was just going to say is you actually you are going to get your hotels at, at amazing rates as well. So, I mean, you can go two to almost three times as far with your money uh, to traveling in the off-season as you can during peak season. And it seems amazing when you eat in the places where locals eat, the prices aren't inflated as well. So. Well, and I think to your point is you actually get to, to interact with the locals. And when they're not stressed out because of the crowds, you can really get an experience that's amazing. Now, the next big item on our, our survey when we did a survey of all these prices was the great news for domestic airfares. And I said, boy, now I've got to check. We've got all these great international prices, Paul. And then I said, let me check out all the domestic prices. So I looked at the coast. I looked at New York City, of course, what the fares were there, then to L.A., then I looked into Fort Lauderdale, which gives us Florida, and then Atlanta, you know, something like a business market. And I said, well, what's the price, average price of that round trip? It's $548 this month. And guess what? It goes down to 221 next month wow. in October. That's so, amazing. That yeah. is something we haven't seen in, in years. A long, yeah. long time. 60% decrease in, in airfares domestically starting in October. Those are also lasting through March. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great opportunity. If you're thinking of traveling, you need to book it now because you never know what's going to happen. What we found in, in airfares is you never know what tomorrow brings, do you? You never know what's going to happen, as we're seeing in other industries right now. You've got strikes. You've got other things. And all that stuff can have an impact. And, and the uh, the airlines are always dramatically impacted by those negotiation periods. So, yeah, you never know when things are going to change. And so take advantage of it while you have a chance. People are always frustrated when they come in and say, well, I checked yesterday and it was 200 and today it's 400 But the airlines basically try to, when, as they fill those planes, they're going to increase the prices. So the best time to buy is always now, now, now. Yeah, well, people don't realize that the airlines have departments that all they do is work to maximize their revenue. So they're watching it all the time and they've got computers that uh, have the systems in place to make sure that they're not leaving anything on the table. So... We're seeing them now. Now's the time to book them. So one of the things I want to encourage our listeners to do this this year is consider, instead of that Cancun getaway in February, 
I want you to consider a five-day getaway to Europe because you can probably do that for about the same. Similar pricing. Similar yeah. pricing and ha- enjoy the culture of Europe, especially baby boomers like myself and even some of our Cracker Jack agents like Elizabeth Sloan in our office who will help people get to their European ventures and into uh, Mexico and the Caribbean. But it seems like everybody focuses on Caribbean and Mexico in the winter when the deals this year are Europe. Well, I think, you know, what we haven't talked about yet is actually, since these are extending into April, for many people, that will actually cover in spring break next year. So you got certain areas of the country where March and early April are when spring break hits. So what a great opportunity to take advantage of these discounted airfares, as well as what the discounted hotels and other lighter crowds might entail. I have a travel alert. I am really worried, Paul. And I've seen this happen dozens of times by the airlines. The airlines have had their fuel prices go up dramatically, over 30 40% in the last three months. Mm-hmm. So what they've done historically is they have a low fare, and then they slap a fuel a, surcharge, a fuel surcharge yep. on. So my guess, ladies and gentlemen, is you got to book these quickly because what the airlines are going to do is still offer a great price so they can show you that great price. And, oh, we've got a $300 fuel surcharge. <laughs> Another new tax of some sort. Yeah. You know, one of the things people don't realize, when you redeem a frequent flyer ticket, there are fuel surcharges. The, the European carriers like Lufthansa and others put a fuel surcharge. It can be $1,000 on a free ticket. Mm-hmm, yeah. So your free ticket costs you 1000 bucks for a business class ticket. So I'm worried that domestically they'll put on a 50 or or $100 fuel surcharge. And then internationally, they'll put on a large one, perhaps in the two $300 area per ticket. So now the way you beat that, ladies and gentlemen, is once you buy your ticket, they can't add a fuel surcharge on top of it. (laughs) You've already paid for it. So that's why Paul and I say, buy your tickets now. We mean that will protect you. Now, one of the things people don't realize, Paul, is the airlines change their change fees. So it used to be when you had to change, you had to pay a $150 or $200 fee. Now that's changed. Yeah, post-COVID, or this was a change that came about during COVID due to all the unknowns and the airlines still trying to bring some revenue in. So uh, certain carriers, they do have offer a lot more flexibility than they used to. So I think uh, you know that's something that if you haven't been traveling since COVID hit, it's a significant change because it allows you that flexibility that should something change, you can take – that ticket that you purchased and apply that value towards a different ticket. So with the unknowns, it's a great opportunity right now. Lock something in. It's also, this is a great reminder to to look a little further down the the road on your travel plans and uh, start thinking about where, what's on that bucket list and where you want to go. Um, Write those things down so if this is short-lived, next time something like this comes about, you're ready to pull the trigger. So this once again, this week, we're excited to bring you all the great news. Sometimes, it, we, you know, I, as I say before, we try to tell you the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. Uh, and this week, we've got all this great news to bring to all the listeners of our podcast. And uh, so we hope that in the future, you'll consider that 
to lock in the airfares, number one, okay? You've got the flexibility to change your schedules and itinerary without suffering that $200 change fee, which is a benefit of COVID. The one, you- thing, the one thing I would add to that, though, is we have seen is with that adjustment, some of the carriers make it so that if the original ticket that you purchased cost more than your new ticket, that you can't get that residual, the residual. Or that difference back. So I want to make sure that uh, that everybody understands there are some additional adjustments that have come with some of these rule changes. And also the other negative is if the fare went up and you have a value of a ticket, let's say for four hundred dollars, and the the new fare went to five hundred dollars, I mean, you'll have the four hundred dollars you paid toward the five hundred, but you'll have to pay another hundred bucks, yes. right? Yep. So. It's uh, it's actually better and a little bit worse because it used to be if you bought that four hundred dollar ticket and the price went down to two hundred, you got a yeah, you got that difference back and a credit got, for another ticket in the future. Yeah, so it's a different world and another reason why you should use a travel uh, advisor because we do all that stuff for you, make it easy. We're the easy button for the travel industry. One last thing I'd like to share with the listeners, Paul, this week is we've got a really cool opportunity to travel to Cuba. Oh, it's one of my favorite experiences that I've ever had. We have a division here called the Women of the Midwest, and it's just for women travelers. And they have launched a Cuba trip March 19th to the 26th. Most people don't even realize you can travel to Cuba because we've had kind of this geopolitical uh, stuff where you can travel to Cuba this year, you can't travel to Cuba, you can travel and do certain types of tours. We've got the coolest tour to Cuba in March for our women of the Midwest. If you want a cultural experience, this is one unlike any other. It's one of those things where you read about it in history, about how the uh, separation has come about. But when you get to experience and see that they are actually 60 years behind what the rest of the world is with just their life in general, it was amazing um, and eye-opening to see yeah. and experience, you know, how how life is. Because, you know, you, I'm a car guy. You get down there and all the cars are from the 50s. 56 they're, Chevy, they're, they're, man. They're either, they're either American cars or they're Russian cars, yeah. but they're all 70 years old and they Frankenstein them is what they call them, <laughs> where you may have boat parts to keep a car running that they've pulled off of a boat and put it into the engine. But let's face it, Paul, the real reason you want this tour to go is you've got a friend to bring you back cigars. That, that, well, that's why we really need this thing to that's go. That's right. He's going, <laughs> whatever happens, this tour is going to go because I need more the, cigars. The last, the last time that uh, that I think you went down the last time we had somebody go down and I think I'm running out. Yeah, I felt like a drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> bringing cigars into the country. But anyway, I got through customs and uh, everything went well. So if, you, if you're thinking of ever going to Cuba, this is a really great tour. It's for the women of the Midwest. You can contact us or check out executivetravel.com. It's also, there's information on it in the weekly travel alert. So if you don't get the newsletters, make sure to, uh, to sign up for those because there's greater information on both the weekly travel alert and the travel week in review that you can get on, on most of the stories that we talk about in the podcast. Now we're moving on to the Travel Week in Review. Paul, you've got some cool things about where to go this fall. Yeah, well, as we were looking at the great opportunities with uh, fares right now, I thought it just kind of fell in line regarding an article that I had in the Travel Week in Review last week. Uh, 12 European cities best experienced in the fall. So we've got great airfares starting next month. 
great destinations as well. So I'm just going to run through these quickly. Um, so Porto and the Douro Valley, Portugal, which is actually one of my favorite places. This is one where my wife and I, we booked this and went in January a couple years back. And it was an amazing experience. Nobody was there. Nobody yeah. was there. And so we had free reign. Now, I will say one of the downfalls of traveling in the shoulder or off seasons would be not everything was open. Right. So right. that's something that you have to be aware of. But our experience was amazing. We've even done a bicycle tour, a bike tour in Port- Portugal. So we have bike tours throughout Europe as well. Yeah. No, it's an amazing, amazing place and usually not on anybody's uh, or not on many people's lists of places to hit. The Amalfi Coast, which course, is one of your yeah, favorites. Italy and the Amalfi Coast is always great for the fall. Not not as many tours. Yep. The Greek Isles. Greek. Of course, uh, our good friend Ann Fulby Olson is from Athens, and she'll tell you everything about she Greece. She'll tell you that there's no bad time to come to Greece. <laughs> um, so, But uh, no, the fall is a great time for that. Berlin. Berlin, no, oh, that's okay. I'd rather go to other places, but Berlin's nice. Rome, which I know is one Rome of is the everybody's hot. favorites. Yeah. Uh, Istanbul. Istanbul's hot, yeah. Which we've talked about, Turkish Air before, and, and what they're trying to do to, to pull more business that direction. So, you know, that would be something definitely worth experiencing. Paris, which is on many people's list. can't go wrong in Paris. And shoulder season, obviously crowds in Rome and Paris and those. Right. Uh, you know, shoulder season gives you that experience. Dunrovnik. So that's not on my bucket list. Oh my gosh! Um, but uh, but it's in the top twelve. Madrid, Spain. So you know, Spain's one of those places that uh, uh, is it's a great experience. But it, it, it's the they, timing of year. They've got some amazing museums in Madrid. That's it's, you know, I'm not a museum guy, but that's a great place to to be. I actually prefer Barcelona more than Madrid, but Madrid, you can't go wrong. And I think Barcelona tends to be on, on people's list more than, yeah. than Madrid does. But uh, on this list, it's Madrid this time around. Amsterdam. Now, I've never been to Amsterdam. What? I think I've got a cruise that may have me stopping there next year, so I'm excited to experience it. But you've been through Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, Amsterdam's so much fun and strolling through the 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 side streets and everything of Amsterdam. It's uh, It's a delight. Tuccino, Switzerland. I I can't pronounce it. I I, I don't want to go someplace I can't pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) But you fly into Zurich or Bern or somebody, and and, uh, Switzerland is just so much fun. It's a little bit more wintry, though, come fall and winters, obviously, with the mountains and everything. So you have to be a little bit cautious on the snow side. But uh, Zurich, Zurich... is is very expensive though too. Yeah, Probably one of the most expensive in the whole world, aside from Japan or other places. So, so great that's time, a great list. Great time to do. And there's one more. There's great time to do those places though that are more expensive is in the off season. Because yeah. again, going yeah. to you're saving on the airfare, you're saving on the hotel, so you've got more to cover those other things that you've will got, be more expensive. You've got six months to go do this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you got from now to March to take advantage of amazing deals. That's why we're smiling today is there's great deals and that makes the travel industry so much fun. Last one on the list. Got to get it in because it's another amazing, beautiful city, Copenhagen, Denmark. Oh, Copenhagen. If you yeah. haven't been there, that's got to be something that you get onto that list. And that our good friend, Anne, yeah, that's actually where she's from. So yeah. it's another one where she'll tell you there's no bad time to go to Denmark. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll tell you, it just reminds me how blessed we are to be in the travel business because we get to experience it when people come in. We get to share the best moments of their lives. That's why we enjoy doing the weekly travel alert podcast, sharing those ideas with you. One thing I'd say before we end is don't wait to travel. I've seen so many times where people say, when I retire, I'm going to travel, Paul. What happens? Their knee goes out, their hip goes out, something goes wrong with their health the minute they retire and they can no longer travel. You need to travel now (laughs) and uh, take advantage of the beauty of all this world, the culture. Uh, I always say the best school that we could ever put our kids in is a trip to Europe. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And I think to your point, you know, build that bucket list, start knocking them off now. You can always add to the bucket list. That's right. If you get through them, just keep adding to that bucket list and, and keep enjoying the world and the opportunities. This week's travel tip of the week, Paul, is if you've never been to Europe, you've got to go to Dublin. And what we found is airfares to Dublin in October, you won't believe this, $504 round trip from Omaha, Nebraska. I have never seen it that low. And Dublin is a great city to go to Europe if you're worried about language and dollars and currency and culture. Tell us more about your trip to uh, Dublin. So yeah, we were there last August. And, uh, you know, having that lack of uh, language barrier is something that it makes it so that you feel welcomed and you don't have the challenges as immediately as you land as you do in many other parts of the world. So, so it's very easy because you get rid of some of those things. But you know, the best part of Ireland, they've got great things to see and and places to go. But it's the people. It is the people. you know the people of Ireland are so welcoming um, that it's something that you just go explore. You see where you end up for dinner in the evening, and all of a sudden you're going to have somebody show up at the pub and they're going to pull out their guitar and an hour later (laughs) somebody shows up and they they pull out another instrument and you know by the end of the night you got a full band sitting up there and everybody's singing dancing and having a great time so it it really is it's a delight to go to dublin because of the people and the friendship the food is so so it's kind of meat and potatoes you kind of like i wouldn't say it's luxury at all but that's (laughs) that's my style so i love it you know it used to be that ireland was a very poor country then they joined the EU and the EU put massive amounts of money and infrastructure into Dublin. Now it's it's one of the most prosperous countries in the European Union. Now I would say they do drive on the other side of the road. Yeah. So you know that is the one difference that we've got. And I know you've gone over there and driven it. I've, yeah. I've driven in other parts of of Europe that they don't have that and it's bearable. But that's that's the one thing that if you want to get out and explore the countryside, which really with Ireland, yeah, you need yeah, to get out and explore the countryside. Yeah. So it's not just go to Dublin and do it. You want to go see the Cliffs of Moher and, and all those types Galway, of places. So, yeah. so, but you probably want to find a tour for that. I one, know when I'm you're driving. Willing to drive. I'm driving and when I go into a roundabout, I go left, left. I got to literally talk <laughs> left, 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 left because you're going left instead of right around those roundabouts. And I can, it's, it's I can just hear Marie screaming in the background. <laughs> left, left, left. So that's this week's travel tip of the week. Uh, head to Dublin if you've never been to Europe before. It'll be an easy way to get comfortable with Europe. So last week, Paul, we had a question from one of our listeners because we said, know the armrest rule. And they said, what is the armrest rule? The armrest rule is one of the most important things that you can have on an airplane That's from right. my perspective. Me so, too. you know, it's one of those, the armrest rule is fairly simple. You know, most airplanes, especially domestically, you're going to have 
two or three seats per row, depending on the size of the aircraft. You know, the the standard rule would be if you've got two seats, the guy on the window has the rights to the the outside or against the the window, and the guy on the aisle's got the rights to the the one in the aisle, and then you just share the one in the middle. But where it's more important is when you've got that row with three three seats. Three seats. So the rule's the same for the guy on the window and the guy on the aisle, but the general outlook from there is that the guy that's stuck in that middle seat between the other two people, they get both of those armrests in the middle. That poor schmuck finally gets something good. <laughs> they get both of those armrests in the middle where the guys on the aisle and the window just get the one uh, on each side of them. So uh, once you know the rules of the road or the rules of the airline, as you said, airline passengers, uh, it makes travel just much much easier. And don't recline those seats. I'll tell you. That was the other one that, we hit last week because, you know, the, the etiquette regarding the seats reclining is you should ask the person that's sitting behind you before you recline that seat. Yeah, so that, That's one of my pet peeves of travel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this week's uh, edition of the Weekly Travel Alert. I'm Steve Glenn. I'm Paul Glenn. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And... Add any questions that you've got so we can hit those and get you the information that you're looking for regarding travel. We'll see you next week.